Coming up next on the Jeff Curley Show, we're going to be talking about all things commercial real estate with a national thought leader. His story just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, as you know, I spent 25 years in TV news, and I know how TV news can sometimes scare people. And when the Fed started raising interest rates a couple of years ago, there was a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth that this was going to mean the end for commercial real estate. And of course, that did not happen. To talk about that today, Mick Houghton, he is the, the chief strategy officer at Headwater, and he joins us from our Austin studios. Uh, Mick, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Jeff. I really appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Well, uh, I want you to, to talk about that statement I just made. The media, I mean, if you, if you follow them day to day, you would never get out of bed. You'd, you'd have the covers pulled over your head. Uh, what are you seeing on the front line? Uh, things have certainly changed. There's no question about that. Uh, but anyone who's been in this business long enough or in business in any way knows uh, there are fluctuations in market cycles. We had just been in a very bullish market cycle for a long time. Uh, probably about two or two or three years beyond what we normally see in commercial real estate. So it wasn't necessarily unexpected that things would change. You just don't always know what the drivers will be that will change, will change it. And yeah. so I think that was a little bit uh, unexpected and a lot of unknowns came out of COVID and how things would behave after that. Those unknowns definitely drove a lot of that change in the market. But in no means did it did it really kill it. It just changed things, changed the pace uh, of where things were at. Absolutely. We want to pull up your website. You've got a beautiful website. And as we scroll down the website, I want you to talk about how your company differentiates itself from others in the space. That's a great question and probably one of my favorite ones to talk about, in part because what you're scrolling by right now under the kind of our main portions of our business we're probably one of the few organizations that I know of uh, that provides kind of end-to-end -end services for commercial real estate. Meaning we have the capability to raise capital and acquire properties. We have a construction company that allows us to be able to build new product or uh, revitalize existing product uh, in, and move those projects forward, as well as a brokerage firm that allows us to be able to, again, acquire and sell and work on behalf of not only our own internal company, but uh, for third-party services as well. So we do provide all of those services outside of our own firm, uh, but really it's, it's really a, uh, the ability to be able to provide the best value for our partners and investors and the folks that we have the opportunity to work with. Absolutely, I bet, I bet your clients save a lot of money by keeping it all under one roof. Uh, tell us one of your favorite success stories. One of the most recent ones that I think is 
as meaningful as any other, in part because it encompasses all those components of Headwater. Uh, we had the opportunity to work with an organization called Texas Outdoor Power Equipment. Uh, they have a wonderful new facility uh, that we built for them in Georgetown. And that facility and the land that it was on, we participated in every aspect of that from the acquisition of the land through the building of the existing, you know, the new uh, facility. And uh, again, uh, going through that whole entire process uh, of doing that. In fact, we're working on an expansion for them that's going to be right next door, hopefully, to their current new facility uh, that will have a leasing component to it as well. And that, again, is going to encompass every aspect of, of our firm. And those types of opportunities are really the ones that we we're striving for all the time where we can meaningfully impact the community, we can meaningfully impact a client, our investors, and kind of run through the entire uh, uh, project process. Sure. I want to go back to the properties page off of your website because I think it was very informative to see not only uh, where, the, where your projects are, but as we go down the, the side, you can see uh, you have kind of a diverse uh, uh, amount of offerings. Why don't you speak to the kinds of clients that you like to work with? So for us, uh, primarily, uh, we're first and foremost looking to find great development opportunities in the communities that we're working in. Those development opportunities uh, are primarily industrial product, although we have done office and we have done retail and medical office and where, where those opportunities present themselves, we will pursue those. Where we have opportunities to be able to list properties for clients, uh, we want to be able to do that. We're primarily doing that in, in Williamson County uh, right now, but certainly looking for opportunities up and down the Central Texas corridor, really from Temple to San Antonio, and even down into the Valley where we've been spending some time as well down around McAllen and, and Brownsville. Absolutely, and I think you'll agree with me. I can't think of a better state to do business in than Texas. It's very pro-business. Uh, millions of people are moving here every single year. Speak to um, the success story that is Texas. Well, I, I think the story is really important because they're, uh, one of the first phrases that I learned when I came here was that while there might be uh, things that slow down in the market, uh, this area has particularly had uh, shallow and short uh, impact, even though nationally things might be happening on a larger scale or be more impactful. Uh, Central Texas has really enjoyed very shallow and short slowdowns. And the truth is, with the amount of people moving here, the amount of business that's moving into this area, because it's a very business-friendly place to, to be, uh, there are going to continue to be opportunities. I think one of the things that I would say to you just about the market is, is that the, there are still transactions happening. There are still opportunities to be pursued. Uh, I think because of the, a little bit of the slowdown, those deals tend to be maybe less frequent, but they're better. They're stronger transactions for all the parties involved, in part because people are being a little bit more conscientious about um, the deal structure and taking a little bit more time. So. I think we're seeing better deals come out of this market uh, than maybe what we would see when it's a little bit more of the frenzied pace that was going on maybe just a couple of years ago. Sure. And I, I want to also give you a chance to talk about your background with le legislative policy, because I know uh, that's a special expertise for you. Well, it was certainly I'll say it was a, I don't know if I'd throw myself into the expert category. Jeff, I would say it's a little bit of a personal passion uh, when I went to, back to school. I pursued a degree in, uh, you know, 
political science and then and then public affairs in part because I was so interested by the fact that everything that impacts our lives is driven by public policy. And I didn't want to sit on the sidelines. I wanted to be a part of it. And so I chose to take some time in my career uh, to be a part of uh, helping impact health policy in the state of Minnesota, where I was born and raised, to really be a part of what I think is a process that, unless you're willing to pursue it actively in that way, you would never really understand how it works. And so being at a, at a state agency and, and helping write and implement uh, public policy was a great, great opportunity for me to understand what goes on on the public policy side of not just for the for a state entity, but also for private individuals as well as businesses. And that was a great tutelage for me. And I think that's why it's always you know, continues to be a passion of mine uh, as I continue to work in, in real estate. Outstanding. We've got a couple of minutes left. And so I want you to talk to the person who might be watching this broadcast thinking, man, I might want to stick my toe in the water of uh, commercial real estate. What's, what does it look like to engage you? Is there an exploratory phone call or Zoom uh, interview first or what, what happens next? Well, to be honest with you, Jeff, uh, since we're in a place now where we can do this, my, my preference is to actually still get together in person whenever possible. Happy to take phone calls and and talk with people over, you know, uh, technology. But my preference is, is that if we can to meet in person, grab a cup of coffee, you know, grab lunch, whatever works that way. But to sit across from somebody and look them in the eye and have a conversation with them is still one of the best ways in my mind to be able to interact with people and to learn more about each other. So certainly open to any conversation uh, that anyone would have. And I'm, I'm certainly happy to connect with folks. Outstanding. You've been an amazing guest. We're going to have to have you back on soon. We're going to end with the website. Mick Houghton, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Jeff. I really appreciate it. You bet. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.